This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Final hour, the power hour, hour number five of the G-Bag Nation. About to do a little Carter. It goes harder with our buddy Carter Freeman, all things college football. we got a Friday news dump coming up on the other side. Thank you to everybody who's been rocking with us. Zach Wolchuk alongside Brian Broaddus, Lucius Alexander, and the one and only Carter Freeman, 877-881-1053. Always the number to text here on your home of Dallas Cowboys football and your World Series champion Texas Rangers. Did see uh, Lewis Riddick. Say, hey, I'd consider maybe traveling Jalen Ramsey if I were Coach Fangio. And a member of the Dolphins media said when I asked Fangio about whether Ramsey might shadow, he was quite clear. It will only happen if Xavier Howard is out. So that's something to monitor for Sunday. Yeah. And I believe he's questionable right now. But if he doesn't play, then I think we'll get Ramsey shadowing CeeDee Lamb. This will be a tough matchup. You know, the Cowboys receivers are really a good group. And the Dolphins are... They're they're starting to get healthy again, so uh, we'll see. I, I I just worry about what's going to happen on the, the left side. But Chuma Doga every once in a while will surprise you with how well he'll play, you know. So just just need him to be good about you know seventy plays, <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. And Jason Kidd saying Tim Hardaway Jr. will start in tonight's game against the Rockets. Seth Curry is also now available to play. <sighs> after he was considered to be questionable with back spasms, but there won't be any Luka tonight with that quad. This this is not going to be pretty, right? Probably not. Probably this is, not. This but you never a, know. Is this monitor the score and keep yeah. watching college film? Monitor, yeah, that's exactly what I did uh, the yeah, other night. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly the yeah, play. Okay. All right, let's uh, do a little Carter's Corner, except we're calling it now Carter Goes Harder. Uh, Carter, anything? Oh, that's right, you don't come on the radio. Carter? Carter Goodell. He's Carter Freeman. Carter Freeman? Yeah! That is right, Gavin Dawson. I do come on the radio, and you are not here to hear me do it, but maybe you're listening out there on the Odyssey app. Who knows? Highly doubtful. I would say it's about 98% not. Yeah, he has no clue, but that's okay. You know, maybe when he's here, I'll uh, play that intro for him, see what he thinks of it. Rub it in his face. Yep. How good are you on the NFL draft? How, like... Evaluating are you, are you gonna, prospects. Are you going to study us? Um, like, can you come on and talk draft with us? You could be the new Dalton Miller. Yeah. Uh, ooh, uh, Dalton's pretty good at his job. He is. Uh, I'm better at uh, he, the he, video he, stuff than he is. When you he, know, yeah, humble he, brag. True. That's why I'm still here. He's not. But, right. uh, you know, he's better at the draft <laughs> stuff. I could talk draft. I mean, cool. I make I make graphics. I think I made almost 200 you graphics did. You did. You for sure our did. coverage last yeah, year. You so sure I, did. I think last year I knew the most about any of those players. And, like, there's guys I'm keeping up with this season. Yeah. Like, last night in the Thursday night game, A.T. Perry, I loved him. I yeah. thought he, and so there Ryan. were a ton of yeah. awesome receivers coming in last year, but like that Wake Forest offense, he was electric in it. So sure I can was. talk a little draft for sure. Uh, I can definitely talk college football though. Yes. Where and we going? Uh, let's, uh, I have a couple topics. Uh, the first one, we had a wonderful Boca Raton bowl last night, oh, 45 total points, none for Syracuse. USF scored them all. So it was a blowout by halftime. You know, no one, not, Matt Barry, Dan Mullen, the announcers, they did not care. 
So at the end of the third quarter, uh, Matt Barry says, I'm done with this game. I'm going to tell you everything I hate about Love Actually, the movie. <laughs> yeah. And he says at the end of the third quarter, beginning of the th- fourth quarter, that's what he goes on. It's the entire fourth quarter. And, you know, plays are still going on there. They tell you, you know, the very minimum amount of what's happening sure. in the game. Talk about Love Actually. They give their favorite Christmas movies. This is all off the cuff. So I, I, I'll, I'll have you guys ponder this. I don't know if you can give it to me off the top. If you could just get on a soapbox and just rant about one thing. You're on ESPN. You have a fourth quarter to just talk about anything you want to talk about. How much you hate it. How much you love it. Whatever. What would it be? Ooh, that's a tough one. So yeah, it's kind of a it's I, a very wide ranging topic. I would, you know what? This is going to sound big booty Latinos. Oh, yeah. that's a good yeah. one right there. Yeah, it's a boxer. Go, yeah, Boxer's go, mind. Go, yeah, let's go to Lucius first for his. I, I like where Clearly he's going. The big booty Latinas. I mean, I could definitely go on a soapbox about my love for Emmett Smith uh, and Wedding Crashers, the movie, which I think is the greatest comedy of all time. I don't know about hate though. I will. I'll tell you this though. The Eagles, just how much I can't stand them and their fan base. Yeah. Oh, I could talk about plenty of teams I don't like. Yeah. Let All me, the reasons not to. Let me go on the rant. Why? Why that? Why is not uh, Darren Woodson in the Hall of Fame? There you let go. me go on that rant. Let me go on the rant with why is uh, Harvey Martin not in the Ring of Honor? You know, there there are a couple of these things that I could get really really upset about. And I'll never forget, like coming back from the Super Bowl. Remember that we were sitting there with Darren Woodson and his family. We were. And like they were on a flight right before yeah, us. Like his wife and I were, we were just both just losing it together. We were just committed. And Darren was like the nicest guy in the world. Like, guys, don't worry about this. Not a big deal. Not you a know, big deal. Deep down, I feel like it's got to bother him. Well, he, he's so deserving. But we were. I was losing my damn mind. Is sitting in that airport terminal talking to him about it. You know, and I, I, I was thinking. Man, I've got to do something about this. I've got to just, you know, yell at people or yell on the radio or do something. Get this guy in the Hall of Fame. We'll uh, we have that in the Twitch chat from the Imperial Agent. Mike Cowboy says bail. So I guess he could talk about bail, like jail, you know, money that you have to pay. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess that's, I think that's what he's talking okay, about. Right. Uh, Swaggy Booty says how stupid Harry Potter is as a series. Swaggy Booty, we can fight about that because I'm a big Harry Potter I, I, fan. I never watched one of those. Although they did butcher the ending of the series. Really? I mean, I feel like uh, David Yates, who kind of went on to do the final three films and then also did the uh, spinoff series, Forbidden Beasts, I I thought it was bad. I mean, Order of the Phoenix was good. Half-Blood Prince is probably the worst adaptation. I thought part one was bad. And part two was a good movie, but it could have been better. Yeah, there's things about part two, um, and I'm not about to sit here and dissect those movies uh, there there are things from the book they changed that i didn't like yes which was so, unnecessary because the book's fantastic at the time around with it lady write that book yeah jk yeah Lee. okay yeah she's fallen off pretty hard she's done some things since then said some things. what yeah oh she's not a good We're lady not get into it we'll, we'll we'll tell you when you're older right. um yeah one thing i could rant about is uh, right now. Yeah. is uh florida state getting left out of the playoff i think that was the wrong choice and again i'm not going to go into the details but they were they went into the details this morning. They're suing their own conference to try and get out of it. Yeah, what, $120 million is the fee or 130 So yesterday it was 130 Okay. They said this morning it's going to cost them over $500. So yeah, over 500 Over $500 million yeah. to leave the ACC. The ACC said it costs over $500 million? Florida State says that. Between the mm-hmm. grant of rights they signed, between the exit fee of the conference, all this legal mumbo-jumbo. It's the giving season, right? They're giving lawyers mm-hmm. a lot of, you know, uh, billable hours yeah. at this point. So it's getting really, really ugly with this whole situation to the point where the ACC uh, uh, already filed uh, countermeasures yesterday 
before the uh, Florida State Board of Regents even Voted. <laughs> sent this suit in yeah. this morning, so they kind of knew it was coming. Well, they need to be careful because I don't think the SEC, even though Florida State would be a really good SEC school, that'd be fun. I don't think that they're into that right now. I the heard SEC, the rumor exactly of the Big it. Ten. Yeah, I think the Big Ten you're just going to bring everybody in. The the rumor I saw was the Big Twelve, and that seems like a lateral move to me. I don't see why they would leave the ACC to go to the Big. 12. Well, it'd probably immediately I, be the best team. As an SEC member myself, I would but aren't love, they, I'd love to have Florida State. Is, if they're going to be the best team in the Big 12, aren't they already that in the ACC? Well, they do have to battle with Clemson. You know, I mean, they, they hadn't been until this year. Yeah. Right. So, like, Miami's Clemson, coming around. Yeah. But, yeah, yes. I mean, I think consistently, though, you'd probably dominate the Big 12. They've always had Florida State a very inflated sense of self in my eyes. <laughs> they, uh, they've been, they were pretty poor for most of the 2000s. They had the one great year under Jimbo, the year after that, first year of the college football playoff, and then nothing after that. So, after their one good season, they claim the ACC and they don't get into the playoff because of the committee. Not the ACC didn't keep them out. They claim the ACC kept because they don't foster championship culture in their lawsuit this morning. You know, the ACC's won the most NCAA championships over the last two and a half years. So there's so many back and forth contradictions. It is truly a, we are mad that the committee left us out. So we're trying to get out. It it doesn't make sense to me with the playoff expand. Well, what makes sense to me is that they want more money and there's unequal revenue distribution. So that's the biggest reason is they want to be paid what they think they're worth mm-hmm. in the Big Ten or the SEC. But as far as competition goes, their easiest path is to stay where they are. Like there, if there was a 12-team playoff this year, obviously they would have been in. Sure. They win the ACC next year, they're in with automatic qualifiers. They're going to be one of the top four, five ranked conference champions. Carter, you know a lot about college football. You watch a lot of college football. Was Florida State one of the three best teams this year? when you just watched overall from from the first of the game to the last game. Yeah, I thought that after they beat LSU, no offense in that opening no, no, game, I, like they I, were I, definitely yeah. one of the best I, teams. I, I, There's two teams I watched this year that I thought were the best teams in football. Uh, Florida State, and I understand their quarterback situation. I loved watching Florida State play on TV, and I thought the University of Washington yep. were the two best that I'd see. And so, you know, and I, I was – I, th- I thought it was really unfortunate that Florida State got left out. Cause I, and I know their quarterback situation and all that, but that's what that team – that team would have found a way. That team, you know, that team would have defensively – I mean, that, that, game, that, that ACC championship game that they played, they smothered. They smothered. Yeah, they smothered Louisville. They I mean, yeah. smothered Louisville. you think Louisville. that they'd beat Michigan, Washington, Texas, or Alabama? Do I think they would have yeah. with their quarterback situation? Yeah. I, you know what? I would have given them a shot just because I I think that much of their I think that much of their defense. I think that much, and yeah. I and I think they would have figured something out offensively because all I know is I've watched uh, their some of their wide receivers so far. Receivers this draft. are fantastic. It's incredible with the wide and they're and they're and they're all going to go very high. I think you figure th- some things out. They just didn't want them to go and get blown out. Right, that was the fear. That, that was the fear. And you know what? I uh, Shame on them for that. Well, the games they picked over the first nine years of the playoff, most of them end up in blowouts. So yeah. the committee's Look, pretty used Bama to picking those. routes Michigan, I don't think anybody's going to say they got it wrong. No, they're not. But I just, 
I don't know. They uh, the committee punished them for looking bad against Louisville with a third stringer when that third stringer wouldn't have played. Wouldn't have played in a potential no playoff. Wouldn't game. have played. Their no. reasoning was all over the place. But yeah, like you're saying, like they're at the top of each position on their team. Yeah, they were as talented as anyone in the country. Those receivers, tight end, running back, uh, their defensive end, Front Jared seven, Verse. Yeah, I, I saw a mock draft because I'm crazy. I'm looking yeah. at mock drafts here sure. in December so that weird. saw Jared Verse fall to like 24, 25. Cowboys picked him. I'm like, that's what I want. Yeah, well, I love that. Awesome. Jared Verse is a, to me probably a top ten talent. I kind of thought so too. I think yeah. he's phenomenal. Yeah. The way he played this year, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, Florida State made a big stink about this uh, before the season as well. They said we, it's not if, it's when we leave the ACC. Uh, if they wanted to get out, if they tried to get out now, they couldn't leave before two seasons from now. So it would be several years from now. But to your point earlier. If the SEC or Big Ten are wanting them, they're not right now. The SEC is content at 16. That's a lot. And then you look at the Big Ten. Well, they just took the remnants of the Pac-12 that wanted to leave because they just fell apart. I'm going to make a deal because I think the ACC is a really academic conference. I'm going to make a trade here. I'm going to send Vanderbilt to the ACC for Florida State. Is what I'm going to do. That'd be great. You get you, you get a team that get you know Vanderbilt and Duke play every year. You know. Vanderbilt could play Virginia. Vanderbilt could play, you know, they, they could play all those ACC games. They, they'd be, they could play Syracuse. They'd be just fine, you know. That Vanderbilt, to me, is not an SEC school. I'm, and, and, and you know what? I, I know there's a lot of Vandy grads out there. They get I'm, some good basketball years every once in a while, yeah. but they don't do anything in football. Yeah, well, that, that, that's the problem. That's the driving force? That's the problem. And, I, and you know, they've been really good in baseball. When I'm looking at yeah, the SEC, when I'm looking at the SEC, I'm thinking about because of Oklahoma and Texas. You're thinking I'm, football. I'm thinking the whole conference. I'm thinking of women's sports. I'm thinking because that's how the conference makes money because our our conference is so strong that it gets eyes on TV. So like Oklahoma every year is going to win the women's softball championship. You know what that becomes? That because that's an SEC school now. That makes our conference stronger. Makes more eyes coming on. We get money for that. Texas women's swimming, track, all those pro volleyball. That Texas volleyball national championship back to this back year. Years. They get now. That's an SEC school. That becomes part of our conference right there. Those are the kinds of things when you're building a conference. It's all about the money and how much the the content you could drive for eyes. And I, I think that I think Florida State would be a great. Uh, I think Florida State would be a great SEC school. So we'll send we'll send Vanderbilt to the ACC in a straight up trade. They just have to want them, and right now the want just doesn't seem to be there. No, it doesn't. And Florida State would be great. I mean, traveling to Tallahassee would be a great trip for all SEC schools to have to go. LSU got beat by them twice. They 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 travel their fan bases into it. Stadium, Doke, you know, Doke Campbell State. It's a nice stadium. It's easy, you know, to you know Tallahassee. As far as the scheme and where it would be in the SEC, that'd be a great trip. So I, I that would be a fight I would take. Whenever the next big wave of realignment, whether that's now with Florida State trying to get out, or mm-hmm. you know, ten years from now, who, whenever that is, like Florida State and Clemson are going to be the two crown jewels of that. Those are going to be whenever if the SEC or the Big Ten want to expand, that's who they're going to want to go after. Okay. Then after that, it's it's slim pickings. So mm-hmm. then you get to the point where people think, oh, it'll be super conferences with the Big Ten. SEC, you know, North, South, whatever, you know, what may have you, that's going to be the direction that that goes. But okay, I'll trade South Carolina for Clemson in the SEC. How about that? I don't know. South Carolina beats them. 
I know. Semi-regularly. I know, and, they, and, women's, basket, and women's basketball is super strong, and their baseball program is strong, too. I want both Florida schools there in the SEC. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think it would be, too. It'd be a lot of fun. It would be a lot of fun. Let's make it happen. Uh, the other, only other thing I got for you guys is uh, Saturday, this 23rd, we have one, two, three, four, seven bowl games. We have bowl games on from 11 a.m. Central all the way pretty much up until midnight. So they were saving. For Who's Saturday. the midnight game? The midnight. Oh, you have the Hawaii Bowl. That's what I'm talking mm-hmm. about right there. Coastal Carolina I can't, I can't and San Jose you, State. I can't tell you how many times I've sat up and watched that Hawaii play Fresno in a game at 1 a.m. That's the Hawaii test. Yeah. If you watch all the way to the end of the game, you've yeah. passed the Hawaii test. Yeah, I love the Hawaii test. Gets me going. And uh, the. Um, which one is this? Oh, ESPN has a horrible list. There used to be a bowl game on Christmas Day, Carter. The blue-gray game. Now the NFL's taking that over. Yeah. yeah. There's a blue, and, there's and back the in the day, I first came in the league, the blue-gray game was every day on Christmas. On Christmas. It was kind of a must, must blue watch. Blue and gray. Well, the, gray. the last thing I'll say, Las Vegas Bowl, say what you want about Utah Northwestern, the teams that are playing in it. They are using in-helmet communication and tablets on the sideline. This is a first in the sport. This postseason, a lot of these bowl games are featuring this in-helmet communication like the NFL uses. Wow. Damn time. Because for a while, it, colleges didn't want to spend the extra money well, for the technology. Yeah. Now college is big business, so they're like, well, you know, we can kind of move can into the modern this. era. Yeah. We, can, we can do this. We so, can give this another shot. Watch out for that tur- in that game. Heck of a turnaround by Northwestern, by the way. Amazing. That thing, was, that, thing, that, that thing was going to the... The dogs, and now all of a sudden they turned it around. They've elevated their interim to full-time. Sure did. So good for him. Well-deserved. Thank you, Carter. Thank you, guys. There he is, Carter Freeman, your college football expert here on 105.3. The fan little Carter goes harder. We'll probably rock that uh, some next week as well. Let's do a little Friday news dump, shall we? Ranking the NBA games on Christmas Day, the trouble that's going on in Philadelphia, and a shout-out to Stars fans. That's next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. About to do a Friday news dump here in the G-Bag Nation. Brought to you by Frankel and Frankel. Always appreciate our friends over there with the Frankels. And there, there's a lot that we still haven't been able to get to, including the story about Jalen Hurts. And this is from the Philly Inquirer. But, quote, the Eagles want their quarterback to be authentic, but also to open himself up more in the locker room and have a more outward leadership style when it's needed during difficult stretches. Sources familiar with the situation said apparently they've been having internal concern about Jalen Hurts, which, I mean, Brian, it's just kind of strange. I mean, maybe they don't like how he is adapting to their current three-game skid because they haven't really struggled at all recently. I mean, last year was... Pretty much cruise control for them. They had a tough loss in the Super Bowl. They come back. They were on cruise control until this three-game losing streak. Uh, so this is the first time they've really had to face adversity in the last couple of years. But the leadership traits and attributes for Jalen Hurts is kind of what were some of his best selling points coming out of Oklahoma and then previously Alabama in the draft. I think these quarterbacks, especially at this level, get extremely beat down by this gig. I think there's a, uh, I think there's a side of say, and and I'm in, and this is not anything that a Dak Prescott or anybody like that has ever told me, but I, I think I think these quarterbacks, with the scrutiny that they get on a weekly basis, they just they're trying to survive the year, you know. And Dak is one of these guys that, you know, he stands up there and you talk about the leadership and all that, but don't tell me the stuff that happens doesn't bother him. You know, the, the, the criticisms. I, I admit this, guys. I really do. I, I admit it. This text thing that we have here, I don't look at it. I'm not going to let you ruin my day. You know, there's a lot of folks out there that are positive and hey, but there's a lot of folks that aren't. Yeah. And, and I think that you get to a point in time where like, damn it, I'm doing my job the best I can right now. You know, I don't, I, you know, I don't want to. Is you know, is it important? Yeah. Is it you know? Is it? Am I trying my best? Yeah. But I, I, there's a lot of things in life that it's just it's such a toxic situation. I use the word toxic because you know with the media and the scrutiny. I lived in Philadelphia for a year, man. That's that's a tough tough place to be a professional athlete when you're when you're at your absolute best and you're beloved. You're legendary. When you're not, they will go after you and. He's in a situation right now where I'm sure that he's they're not playing well. He's making a lot of mistakes. Uh, you know, they're losing games. You know, that that that's it just turns into like, man, I don't want to deal with this crap anymore. Well, and it's not all on him. I mean, we had Ted Wynn write an article in the Athletic today talking about their offense and how defenses are yeah. now kind of defending them like they do in college football with the air raid and the Eagles are making no adjustments. They keep just going with the home run type of threat that they've been running. And Nick Sirianni basically fell on the sword this week and said, hey, you guys can criticize the play calling with Brian Johnson. You can criticize the quarterback. This is my offense. Make no mistake. This is the same offense we've been running, and this is me and my playbook right now. I just have somebody else basically pulling the strings. But they clearly do miss Shane Steichen, who's doing a really good job in Indianapolis. Yeah, but you also get in a situation, too, where is this this Johnson's first year calling plays? It is. See, that... That, that I happens. think ever at any level. Yeah, of football. that that happens. That that is one of those things. And when you know, there's one thing to to be you know, 
How's he going to get experience if he doesn't call plays? How is he going to get experience if he doesn't make mistakes? How's he going to, you know, there's so many things about Philadelphia. Let me tell you what, watching Philadelphia on tape, I hate preparing for them. I mean, I, I with their wide receivers, and the problem is that you have a quarterback that maybe not, he's probably not healthy enough to run the offense to the full extent of how it needs to be run. And you got and you got a play caller that's probably trying to call plays to work around his quarterback not being able to run the offense like they need to run it. You know, if, if Hertz was completely healthy, and, and they'll tell you he is completely healthy, they'll say that, but he probably isn't. You know, because he's not interested in running like he used to. You know? The hits he took, the 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 shots to the knee, all he, you know, it's like I, I need to be around. Yeah. I don't need to be missing games. And so I think they're in a little bit of a bind right now because they their offense is is built around a quarterback that really is just now just wants to throw the ball more than he does want to run the ball. You know, and the other day, what did he do against Dallas? He ran the ball. What happened? He fumbled. Knocked he fumbled, it out of his and the Cowboys gave yeah. him some shots. You know, I mean, that's, they hit him. That, that's an yeah. important factor, yeah. right? Like when you know, I know Eric when, and I went back and forth for a second about Bryce Young. You know, the difference was. Right when you hit a quarterback, all of a sudden now you're going to second guess. As yeah. a play caller, you're going to second guess about calling up those design runs and RPOs because I don't want my quarterback to get hurt. Right. And then the quarterback's also going to be thinking like, "Ooh, should I risk this right now?" Josh Allen's a guy that doesn't give a damn. He's yeah. he's a quarterback in a linebacker's mentality and body, right? right? But most of these guys, you get a couple good shots early, they're going to think twice about calling up a design run. No, you're absolutely right about that. That's. There's going to be a time where Josh Allen probably won't play this way. You know, where he'll like, man, I I don't want to get hit like that. I mean, I can't get away. I can't avoid. You know, that's the thing about it is, you know, you get these quarterbacks and you hit them enough, that affects the way they play. And I think there's a lot going to it. I don't think that I don't think that that uh, Jalen Hurts is, you know, he talks about the commitment and all that stuff like that and you know, he's 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 talking about himself too. I don't think he's. I don't think he's calling out just his teammates. I think he's saying, "Hey, as a team, we have to be more committed to doing, you know, doing things a little bit better than they are right now." Because they're. Do you worry? Do you hate playing against their offense? Yeah, I mean, I, do you hate playing against that tight end? Well, the I think backs? they're very. I think they're very top heavy. I don't think they've got the depth at receiver or tight end. That's very evident. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. You're hard pressed to find a better duo or receiver. Offensive line than AJ Brown and Devontae Jeez. Smith. Dallas Goddard's fantastic, yeah. and certainly, yeah, with the threat of the quarterback running, their offensive line has not been playing as well as we're used to seeing them. No, and that's impacting DeAndre Swift and Kenneth Gainwell and the rest. Of the, they used to be able to line up and really run the football, take pressure off of Jalen Hurts. They're not running the football well right now. No, and that's you know, but they've they've had some. Their offensive line's been a little bit banged up too. So, uh, yeah, but I think the biggest problem with Philadelphia is that Hurts is standing up there and they're kind of calling him out. Yeah. That defense ain't very good. No, the defense is terrible. It's 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 yeah. you can't win a Super Bowl with how bad that secondary no, is. They, they, and it's not getting fixed. And when they don't rush the passer, now they're now they're the secondary gets exposed even more. You block their front, you can throw the ball on them. Sure. And that's that's the biggest issue right now with them. Well, Monday night when they lost, uh, we had that incident of AJ Brown bumping into what turns out to be a practice squad offensive lineman from the Seahawks, Joey Hill. He kind of gave him a little shoulder, and then AJ Brown. Joey Hunt. 
Uh, Joey Hill was his name. Was it Hill? Yeah, Hill. Oh, I thought it was Hunt. Uh, now the staffer that they thought was Joe, it was Joey Hunt. The oh. staffer was, yeah. but it turns out the guy that he actually made contact with was one of their practice squad members, okay. Joey Hill. Okay. So Joey Hill is now being fined for it. Uh, now the practice squad center was Joey Hunt. They kind of got them flipped, but the player's yeah. being fined. Uh, but they're not going to go ahead and suspend him for being on the sideline like they did with Big Dom for the Eagles. Yeah. Because I guess he's a staffer. There's a difference between a player and a staffer. Yeah, it's a little bit. I think he got fined what about fifteen hundred for yeah. bumping into him like that. A little different there. Yeah, a little I different. Yeah, Big Dom. Yeah, we saw Big Dom. He was actually a good dude. Very he nice. Was, he was very nice. He really was. Yeah. Uh, the Lions have activated Hendon Hooker as he's been recovering from that torn ACL. Boy, you and I were pretty loved, big fans of Hendon. Hooker. Loved Hendon Hooker. I was kind of thinking how Dallas could get Hendon Hooker. Yeah. You know, that's what I was kind of looking at and. It's like, oh, it's a damn wasted pick. We were kind of right. in the third round, like where they considering yeah. it. I think that was a bluff, though. I don't think they actually yeah. were. I think, I yeah, there was a couple. The Hendon Hooker thing, I think, would have been pretty cool to have. But you know, hey, you got Dak, and Dak's playing a very, very high level now. Really is. He is. Now we've got the NBA on Christmas Day ranking the best games according to CBS Sports. The worst of the lot, they believe, is the 76ers at the Miami Heat. Watch that turn out to be the best. Then they've got the Milwaukee Bucks. At the New York Knicks. Boy, I don't know if you saw Becky Hammond yesterday on uh, NBA Today. Did she go after Jalen Brunson? She, did. she said basically Jalen Brunson's too small to yeah. lead the Knicks to anywhere substantial. Yeah, well, hey, Becky, hey, you know what? Becky, longtime assistant with Pop, you know, been on some, been on some winning teams there. Won her own championships as well. But, uh, you know, I, hey, I, I respect her. and But if she, that's her, that's her opinion, though. You know, I mean, and that's, I mean, we saw Jalen Brunson do a lot of good things in the postseason absolutely. with the Mavericks. Absolutely, to the point that we wish he was still here. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, hey, I, I respect people like that. She, she's, you know, she's lived this. She understands it. She gets it. Yep. Number three, Mavs and Suns, which will be the nightcap. Suns ain't playing very well right now, right? No, they're not. And I don't know. I mean, how healthy are the Mavs? How healthy going the to Mavs? Be? So Beal's going to be out. I mean, Bradley Beal's barely played yeah. for them. It feels like, of course, Kyrie's going to be out. So Lucas should be good to go. I mean, tonight I'd assume that it's kind of, hey, this dude's been putting up so many minutes. We're giving him a night off, yeah. which is probably a good thing to do. Number two is Golden that, State. Hey, that game right there, that night game is so hard to make it. Oh, after all you've day. Been, yeah. yeah, you've been festive all day. You've ate a lot of food. It's hard to get yeah. that night game. I hate that That uh, Dallas is the night game. I, I really hate it. that. I think it was a couple years ago they played the Lakers, and they were like yeah. the afternoon one. It was the perfect yeah, slot. Yeah, I know, bro. Like what's that game? Shout out to Chris Arnold. Yeah, what's that game? That one was perfect. <laughs> number two is Golden State at Denver, and number one, Boston at L.A., which is always, I mean, market the markets, the it, rivalry, both teams are well, the Lakers have actually been really struggling since the uh, in-season tournament when LeBron's been blaming it on that tournament. Yeah. It doesn't really make sense. It's not like they were playing any back-to-backs or anything. No. But maybe they just gave so much energy and effort to try and win it. They did. They played a lot of a lot of high-scoring games, and maybe, too, they partied their ass off, too, after they won it. Yeah, that they might, did. That might have that affected them a little bit. They did. Uh, so the Athletic put together a list of the year-over-year NHL attendance. And shout out to Dallas Stars fans, man. Super consistent with their attendance. Last year, they were averaging 18,532 yeah. people a game. This year, 18,532 people a game. There you go. I mean, the Stars fans, you're the real deal. You love your Stars. You're consistent as hell. And we appreciate you. Stars rewarded you with a big home win last night in overtime. Really fun game. I'll tell you what I love about Stars fans is when you go to their games, everybody's dressed up. Everybody has some type of star gear on as they're uh, entering that arena. So, hey, shout out to you for that. 
Making that that atmosphere, you make a lot of fun. Yeah. For somebody like myself that only gets to visit there probably it's always a joy. twice a year. Going to the barn like yeah. at the American yep. Airlines Center. Shout out to the stars. Let's keep those winning ways going. Maybe hoist Lord Stanley's Cup here eventually. Brian, you want to feel old with me? I'm already 60, so how much older can I be? Lucius, said, I think you're probably going to feel old with us too, man. I'm a man of a certain age, but I'm in my prime. Uh, do you still you look fantastic. I'm in my prime. I want to grow up to be With all like that water he drinks. It uh, probably is, and it's honestly very healthy that you do that. Okay. I need to drink more water, too. I think I'm dehydrated. My pee is not clear. Just went a little bit ago. Kennedy Erlacher. Sound familiar? Brian Erlacher? Yeah, his son. Scouted his dad. He's going to Notre Dame. Scouted his dad at uh, New Mexico. He's about to start. To, he's about to start to play college football. Yeah. Willis McGahee, the fourth. Scouted his dad, son of Willis McGahee, who you scouted. Scouted. He could run the ball back in the day. Just signed with Nebraska. About to go play college. Congratulations, Santana Wilson. Santana. Santana Wilson. The son of former Arizona Cardinal safety Adrian Wilson. Adrian Wilson, boy, long rangey safety would knock you out. Yep. Santana Wilson has signed with Texas. Four-star corner. He's about to play with the Horns. Arizona kid? Arizona kid. He was the number two prospect in the state of Arizona. Gosh. Henry Hasselbeck? Oh, which which Hasselbeck is this one? Matt's son. Matt. Is this, uh, is this a... Are we, in, we live in Boston? Going to play... Yeah, the, he went to Boston College. Where, where, yeah, where is... Maryland. Maryland. Son's going to Maryland. Maryland. Okay. Bryce Young. Now, no. Not the former Alabama quarterback. Bryce Young. Not a... Not our quarterback from Texas, right? Son of Bryant Young. Oh, Bryant Young, a Notre Dame defensive tackle, San Francisco. Bryce Young, following in Dad's footsteps, Notre signed Dame. a deal with Notre Dame. Notre Dame. He's a four-star defensive lineman. He was, uh, he was, he was big time. He was a big time three technique when you back in the day when you when you watched the 49ers play. And then Channing Goodwin, son of former NFL center Jonathan Goodwin, signed with Michigan. Jonathan. I don't remember Jonathan Goodwin either. I guess he played from 98 to 2000. Hell of an actor, too. Great actor. Gosh, John Goodwin's the man. Great. Oh, yeah. Voice. There we go. I like that. Yeah. Devin Kennedy. Lincoln Kennedy? Jimmy Kennedy. Oh, Jimmy Kennedy. Yeah, former 2003 first-round pick. And then Alabama signed a legacy three-star safety, Dre Kirkpatrick Jr. Get out of here. Son Did of former first-rounder play- in the 2012 draft. Wait, wait, that's what I'm saying. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Wow. Uh, four-star running back Frankie Arthur signed with UCF. Frankie. His dad is Adrian Peterson. What? Yep. Okay. And there should uh, be a whole lot more of them on the way soon, yeah. right? The, yeah. Probably. And they have like 18 puppies? We, yeah. Mm. We heard had some stories about that stuff. Had a few. Doing a damn Labrador. <laughs> <laughs> and the number one recruit of 2024, Jeremiah Smith, is the cousin oh. of quarterback Geno Smith of the wow. Seattle Seahawks. Jeremiah signed with Ohio State. As a wide receiver. So it's just, man, these names. <laughs> I just It feels like yesterday we were just watching them, and now their kids are going and playing college football. And Marvin Harrison's kid. I mean, how about what Frank a... Gore's son's been with Southern Miss? Well, Frank Gore's still playing, and He was right? still playing. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know. Yeah, it's that's unbelievable. Funny. Yeah, it's funny, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and cross-talk with the get-right Chris Arnold and Reginald Atatula. That's next. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. 
Thank you, Lucius. Uh, this is outstanding. We've got quite the crew in here. We got Chris Arnold, the three-time, three-time, three-time Hall of Famer. We got, got Reginald Natatool, of course. Uh, myself, Zach Wolchuk, Brian Broders, Carter Freeman is in here as well. And you guys are uh, doing what we had talked about. I think it was on Hump Down Wednesday, but yesterday we forgot the ice cream. Uh, so what is this concoction that we've got brewing over here? All right, so we were talking about uh, Lindemann's Frambois. It's a uh, lambic beer, you know, fruit-based beer, and this one is particularly raspberry. And so I told I told Broadus I'd bring one, bring uh, some some Frambois in, and I did. However, when we were looking at the truckwreck.com text line, someone on the text line was like, you know what that's great with, this ice cream. And I was like, Psh, let's give it a shot. So Broadus provided the ice cream, I provided the Frambois, and we're going to see if that uh, that person is a liar. You right. poured it on the ice cream. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, what do we think, Chef Ryan? You've already uh, wowed us with your po' boys today. How's this? I'll tell you what. I wonder if it's a deal where they say you drink it separately with the ice cream. Hmm. Is it not good with it? You don't look happy. You're not, you're not fond of it? I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I, I took a little bit of a, a spoonful, and I'm kind of wondering if I, the mixture of it was the right way. Oh, you're going more. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna hand you the frambois so you can just get a taste of frambois okay, let me by just, itself. Let me just go. By the way, I've determined this was a French soccer player. That's probably Frambois. Pretty, what do you yeah. think, CA? Belgium, right? Belgium. Great, great goal scorer. What, what do I think? Oh, it's like this, it's like that. <laughs> oh, look, like at this, this. look at this, look at that. <laughs> look at this, look at that. that. How's the Frambois treating you, though? That's a little oh, different taste. It's not that bad. You're not with it? Do you think it's maybe just the Frambois you don't like? Yeah, well, let's see I what think the, the ice cream is saving it. The ice cream is saving it. Okay, so the ice cream is saving the Frambois. Mm hmm. Carter, I mean, you don't look Oh, like it you're, absolutely is. You're thrilled mm-hmm. It's either. absolutely. You're not fond of the frambois? It's the frambois. Yeah, this the straight frambois. What's it called? Frambois. Okay. No, keep going. You were there. Straight. The straight one <laughs> is it's not as good as when you put the ice cream in. The ice cream okay. saves it. The ice cream saves it. It really does. Well, there you go. That's why you put it over the ice cream. What do you guys have coming up on the show today? That's a great question that, honestly, I've kind of forgotten at this point. More ice um, cream talk. Carter, yeah. did, did you enjoy it? I think they'd be better apart. Okay. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, I think I could drink it. Like I, I like a little bit of the taste. I kind of want to. I'll try it by itself here in a second. But I don't know. I just taste bluebell ice cream, and I just kind of want to keep eating bluebell just ice blue cream. Just give me the ice cream. Yeah, I get it. That's my hope. I think it's got the <laughs> it's got the raspberry flavor in the ice cream. So that's why I'm kind of yeah. It's 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 a little rough without. I think. I mean, it's just a fun Friday night. We're going to uh, yeah. rank the NBA Christmas Day games, get ahead of that, yes. um, and then obviously get ready for Cowboys, um, Dolphins. We're going to continue our naughty or nice list because we got through a few of them, and you know the people were going. We're like, you know what? We got to finish this out. Let's go. Continuing to figure we got out. a bag of lump of coals over here. That's right. Good. Hand them out. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, you know, we'll be giving out a lot of coal if the Cowboys come out with an L in Miami. The couple Sunday. of the couple of naughties that we came up with, Michael Gallup, Mozzie Smith, you guys agree with those guys being on the naughty list this time around? You know, Gallup, uh, just as a receiver, yes. But I'll tell you what, the guy is not being appreciated, and I get it. You're a receiver. It's like, oh, my gosh, I don't care if my receivers are blocking it. You should, because Michael Gallup is blocking his rear off. See, here's what we did. But that's not just his responsibility, Just to clarify. Right? <laughs> well, it is, but no, no, I mean, you wanted to be catching passes. I know. That's the thing about it. I feel, I feel bad for him, because I, I, I'm happy for him that he's not disconnected. Yeah, me too. Because he, he could have just flat quit. Yeah, right. he, he could have quit on right. it. Right, and, and we're not, like, kicking him off the team. Yeah, we're just I get not it. getting him a he's Christmas present. That's all. We're just yeah, not, he's been just, just no gift this year. Especially because, and my reasoning was, his primary skill is supposed to be being, like, the big body receiver and doing that type of stuff. Yeah. And when he's been and put in traffic. those situations, it's not been successful no, this yeah. year. It hasn't. It's, uh, I, 
I don't know if he's. Uh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to probably get in trouble for it. Oh no! Don't go. do it. It's a Friday. You don't have to get in trouble for nothing. You're about to have, have another but, sip. Go ahead. No, no. But uh, do you guys feel like he's a fit in this type of offense? I'm not certain. I'm not certain that he is. I mean, I'm not going to sit there and act like I'm an offensive coordinator, which sure. But I, I wonder with the way that the route. I don't know how great of a route runner this guy really, really is, mm. and I don't know how great he separates off the ball and struggles with that for a guy that's tall and long. And I, I think that he struggles with that separation, and it hurts him. He's always seems like he's stumbling running in his routes, mm-hmm. you know. And when their balls are thrown to him, it always seems like he's trying to kind of get his body back in balance to make a play. And he will make some incredible that, that catch he made. They, oh yeah, you know, uh, he's known for that uh, down the sideline was it Seattle? Mm-hmm. Yes, the Seattle game. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, small space, t- tap feet, that kind of thing. He could play all day, but just off the line winning. That way, and then it's always like he's just stumbling, running his routes. Yeah, and, he's not gonna get a yak, and he, I, no, I, I don't see that smoothness to him, and that bothers me a little bit. But he makes the incredible catch. He does. In he will contort his body all over the place. I know you guys are gonna get into it, but what's your confidence meter right now for for Sunday against Miami? Um, I think higher than a lot of people's are. I think that this talking off the ledge. This Cowboys ledge. defense is situated better than most defenses to yeah. stop what the Dolphins do running to the perimeter. There's a lot of speed on this defense, both yeah. intentionally and then also unintentionally. When you talk about the ways that they've had to size down a little bit, I agree with the linebackers. So I think that that works well. Plus. Um, I mean, the ways that the Vic Fangio defense is works, obviously, is no big plays. But if you need to attack the defense to try and beat it, or attack the middle, rather, of the field to beat it, Dak Prescott has been good at that. Now, of course, this was a game this past week uh, against Buffalo where you thought you'd be able to do that, and you didn't. But I imagine that the offensive play callers got a kick in the butt to a, to the point where they need to find ways to get the ball to CeeDee Lamb and Jake Ferguson and those guys over the middle. And if they're capable of doing that, I think they can open this up. I'm going to say it simply. If the Cow, Brian, if the Cowboys score first, they have a chance. If right. they don't score first, it's going to be a long day. As soon as you're playing from behind, I hear that. All right, appreciate you, fellas. We'll be listening. Thank you, man. Reginald Datatula, Chris Arnold, the get right coming up 7 to 11. Thank you so much for everyone that's been a part of this one. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Enjoy the weekend. On behalf of uh, the General Gavin Dawson, Eric Chiafalo, of course, Brian Broaddus, tremendous work, sir. Lucius Alexander, always the GOAT. And Carter Freeman. I'm Zach Wolchuk. Until Tuesday, hugs and hand pounds, everybody. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.